ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يدلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا بني لا تشرك بالله إن الشرك لظلم عظيم وقال الله تعالى يا بني إنها إن تكون مثقال حبة من خردل فتكون في صخرة أو في السماوات أو في الأرض يأتي بها الله إن الله لطيف خبير يا بني أقم الصلاة وأمر بالمعروف وانهى عن المنكر واصبر على ما أصابك إن ذلك من عزم الأمور ولا تسعر خدك للناس ولا تمشي في الأرض مرحا إن الله لا يحب كل مختال فخور واقصد في مشك واغدد من صوتك إن أنكر الأصوات لصوت الحمير صدق الله العظيم سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي دوشي بالله Respected brothers, respected elders, mothers and sisters listening at home. Though we are living in a world that is much advanced technologically, the world has reached its peak, comfort and luxury surrounds every individual. Even with this very high standard of living in the modern world today, if we are to compare that with moral behavior, good conduct, as in akhlaq, then the results are shocking. Humanity has made great advancements towards technology, sophistication. But when it comes to akhlaq, moral conduct, it is the absolute opposite, like a reverse process. Insaniyat humanity has degenerated itself technologically very advanced but when it comes to social behavior good conduct it is the reverse process absolutely behind insaniyat has he has denigrated his own position he has become he has plunged himself to the lowest of the low our children in schools, especially state schools, are given the best of education. All the subjects are taught important subjects. Mathematics, English, sciences, physics, chemistry, biology, history, geography, 
When you look at the timetable, all the subjects are there. They fit in perfectly well for his future, for him to earn a lucrative living. But there is one thing fundamental that is missing. There is nothing in the system, in the curriculum, in the syllabus, where the parents can be content, where the mother and father can feel happy that the child is receiving education that will give him the highest standard, standard in good behavior, good akhlaq. Nothing of the sort. That discipline is not taught in the school. Good behavior. In fact, a child who did not know how to swear, when he goes to school, the secondary school, within one or two weeks you will see the difference when he comes back home, he will learn the art of swearing. He will know his timetables, five times five, he will know mathematics, he will know English, he will know the grammar, he will know biology, he will know chemistry, but with all the subjects he will also learn the art of swearing, the art of smoking, how to take in drugs. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us to such an extent that even zina is performed at such a young age. And Muslims are also involved in that, no exception for the Muslims. In the schools today, everything is taught, but also corruption is there. No discipline. The teacher never says to the child that you have to respect your elders and show love to someone who is younger than you know. That only comes in the madrasa. In the madrasa. Subhanallah. That is why even those who are critics of madaris, they have to rub their nose on the ground and they make sure that their children go to madrasa, even though they may be critics. But they cannot do without madrasa. Madrasa is so important, a vital component. Allahu Akbar Kabira. Thus we see people qualified as professional people. They come out with A-levels, degrees, professional people having good jobs, good posts everywhere. But that is all they are good at. When it comes to moral behavior, when it comes to akhlaq, they stand on ground zero. Where do they stand? On ground zero. Absolutely nothing when it comes to moral behavior. They have no idea what is akhlaq. They are professionals in their own field. They are professionals, they know exactly what they are talking about. But when it comes to akhlaq, good conduct, they are standing on ground zero. Nothing. Nothing of the sort. Subhanallah al A typical example is the things that affect us Muslims that we live in the modern world in Europe today. Wherever you hear this right-wing extreme party movement like in France, 
and recently even in Holland when the leader of the right-wing extreme party was assassinated he openly declared anti-immigrant, in fact not anti-immigrant, anti-Muslim as simple as that nothing to hide it's all blown up in the newspapers I'm just relating to you what's in the media anti-immigrant, anti-Muslim a qualified person you don't become a leader of the party just like that, Allahu Akbar you have to have education to have that position, that post Anti-immigrant, anti-Muslim, a lot of Muslims, Arab Muslims live in Brussels, in Holland. I read an article in the newspaper, Brussels as the capital of Europe, 50% of the children born in the capital of Europe, Brussels, are Muslims. Say, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. 50%. Alhamdulillah. And Holland is not very far from there. A good strong Muslim community is there. When the journalist put a question forward to him that how can you say that Muslims are a backward society, Muslims are like a thorn to democracy, to a liberal society, in simple words what he said was that Islam is a thorn to a liberal society. Why? Because Islam denounces the practice of homosexuality. That is why Islam is a thorn. Muslims are a thorn to a liberal society. In a democracy there is no space for a Muslim. Like the words that we hear, you are either with them or you are either with us. And he himself, that leader who was assassinated, he openly declared himself to be a gay, a homosexual. Which is one of the signs of Qayyama, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Before the last hour, a lot of people, Allahu Akbar, will go so low, so low, that they will, Allahu Akbar, Sodomize even with animals, let alone human beings. Sign of a sign of the Qiyamah, last hour. And we are hearing that today, the lowest of the low insan. Qualifications are there. Doctor, judge, doctors, professional people. But ethics, moral behavior, akhlaq, conduct, nothing, zero. And he said, because Islam denounces the practice of homosexuality, that is why, that is one of the reasons why I am anti-Muslim, because he himself was a, a gay. Lesbianism and homosexuality will be prevalent before the time when the malaika will blow in the trumpet. Even Muslims, unfortunately, are involved in this sin, Allah shameful as it is to sit on the mimbar and to utter words like that, but Allahu Akbar Islam and Allah gives me the permission because that sin is even mentioned in the Quran. Even Muslims are involved. Why delaying in marriage? Amara chokro doctor bani jase pachi shadi karawa. 
35 years, 30 year old he is, 27, his only roommates are his, his male friends and Allahu Akbar Kabira, what happens? Shock of the life. But that is not my subject, not my topic. When you look at Islam, the greatest emphasis is given to good conduct. Compare a university, and I'm not saying astaghfirullahilazim that we should not uh, take in secular subjects and study and become professional people. No, the only way to be successful in this country is to integrate in the society. We cannot isolate ourselves only to our own community. But with that integration, we have to make sure that the level of Iman is strong and firm. That is very important. And Alhamdulillah, a typical example I can give you is when in Masjid Umar here in our madrasa, the kitabs that are taught, when we talk on the subject of akhlaq, mathematics, all the subjects are taught in schools fine, but when it comes to discipline, what discipline? That is why the young boy studying in the university has the courage to say to his father, Hey, Papa, chill out, man, chill out. What does he say? Papa, chill out, chill out, don't worry, chill out to his father. And when he's talking to his friends, he will say, Oh, my old lady said that, and my old man said that. That's normal, everyone knows that. My old lady and my old man. As if he is not going to reach that age. Allah the very first page when you open up the kitabs taught in the madrasa is a hadith book here the child has to memorize this hadith a lot of us are critics of the madrasa never satisfied and in the world today this system is there to introduce to introduce to abolish the system of madrasa the most powerful system is madrasa powerful system. Wherever Madaris are established, Iman and Islam is very, very strong. When we compare, compare the two countries, France and England, in England we have this strong system. Why? Because of Madrasa. In France we don't have that. It's there. When you look at the population, there are more Muslims in France. But compare that to England, we have this system. We have a foundation. We have Madaris, we have Darul Uloom, where the production continues and continues and continues. The first hadith, the child, a seven-year-old, a six-year-old child, the, the Ustaz will teach him, Khairun nasi anfa'uhum nas." And the translation of the hadith is, the best person is one who benefits other people. Is terrorism taught in Madrasa? Does he talk about the best person is one who benefits only Muslims? No. What did Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say? And randomly, I just opened this very first page. I did not have the time. I just went down in the office, took the kitab. This kitab came in my hands and this is the first page. Hadith number one. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's beautiful words. The best person is one who benefits other people. Islam works around akhlaq. You are judged by your good character. 
Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned in the hadith, inna ar-rajula la yudrika bihusni khuluqihi darajatu qaimin layli wa qaimin nahar, aw kama qala alayhi salatu wa salam, that a person achieves through his good character, the lofty position of that individual like that person who has fasted during the daytime for his entire life and who stayed awake in the night, the entire night to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is the reward given to that individual who works hard in achieving the akhlaq of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam good conduct. Good conduct only comes through divine knowledge. Divine knowledge is seeking guidance from the Quran and Hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And let me make it clear please. When I am talking on the subject of Quran and Hadith, no way am I disparaging uh, secular education or other subjects. Even my children go to school, even your children go to school. It is important. Both the education is important. But the foundation should be strong, foundation should be strong. The mentality we Muslims have today is that, oh, mashallah, my son has completed the Quran, so he qualifies now to leave the madrasa. Or if the ustaz gives the child five lines or six lines, the mother or father will want to complain, Molisab, if you give him five lines, six lines, how is my son going to complete the Qur'an? The completion of the Qur'an is not the aim. To read the Qur'an with makhraj, with tajweed, that is the goal, that is important. Allahu Akbar. And Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said that the Muslim, he is a talibi ilm all the way for the entire duration of his life. He does not, when he leaves madrasa, that is not the end of it. You don't put a full stop there. That is just the beginning. Just the beginning. We have access to the Qur'an, understanding the Qur'an. We have programs, Allahu Akbar. We have programs in the masajid. But it's incredible. Sometimes when I sit here in the masjid myself and check Daud when the tafsir is being done, and when I look at all the brothers here, majority of the people who sit are those people who, uh, who, for whom this masjid is not a local masjid. They come from the other masajid. And it's incredible. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to bless anyone, He does it that way. Majority of the people are those who come from different masjids. And that must be the same case for the other people. That zeal of understanding or taking in Islamic education is not there anymore. We will want to watch the latest film that comes out. We will go to watch films, English films, everything that is latest, anything new, we want that. But when it comes to the Quran and Hadith, Allahu Akbar Kabira, we trivialize with that. Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was salam was passing by, he was a great prophet. A prophet who moved around. He did not have a base where he stayed there permanently. He was there on the move all the time with his companions, with the Havariyin. 
whilst walking he saw a grave and the miracle of the mu'ajiza of Isa alayhi salam is that when he saw that person resting in the grave he was being punished azab-e-kabar mein wo mubtala tha looking at that grave Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was salam continued after a few days when he came back passing from that same area what he witnessed was the azab-e-kabar was removed and all of a sudden that area where that man was resting that cover has become now uh, the garden of Jannat. He prayed two rakat nafal and he said to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ya Allah, all of a sudden, in the first instance when I passed from this cover, he was being punished. And now all of a sudden, MashaAllah, the grave has become Jannat paradise for him. What is the reason? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was salam, O Isa, this man, he led a sinful life, never obedient, never performed his salah. And when he died, the wife was pregnant. The wife gave birth to a child the mother nurtured the child in the Islamic way, though it was not the Sharia of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam, but Islam starts from Adam alayhi salam, the oldest religion. Sharia changes. And today is the first day that the mother took the child to the madrasa, and the child uttered with his own mouth and own tongue, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Allah said to Isa alayhi salatu was salam, I am ashamed to punish anyone whose son today for the first time is taking my name and his father is being punished in the grave. Because of his son, I am lifting away the azab I cover from him. This is the qualification that we should strive for. Integration in the society but making sure the fundamentals of Islam are never violated. Allahu Akbar. Discipline is there in the Quran. Father giving advice to his child. Hazrat Luqman alayhi salatu was salam. Not a prophet. He says in the Quran giving advice to his son. Ya Bunayya. Look at the advice he, he gives first. Planting the seed of Tawheed in the child, not an Ustad. The child only comes to the Madrasa for two hours. Only for two hours. Responsibility is on the shoulders of the parents. Father is giving discipline to his child. By Karkohatao K28SSJ, Toyota. Ya Bunayya la tushrik billah in the shirk al-zulmun azim. Do not associate partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Verily, the worst of sins is to associate partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So don't become a mushrik, planting the seed of tawheed. Making sure that nothing, when my son goes out in the world, nothing can shake him, waver him from the tawheed, the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. After that he says to his son, Follow the path of those people who have fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. After that, time is running away, Allahu Akbar. After that, 
Hazrat Luqman alayhi salatu was salam is giving advice. He is saying to the son, Ya Bunayya, innaha in takum is kala habbatin min khadalin fatakum fi sakhratin au fi samawati au fil ardi yati bihallah in Allah latifun khabir. Oh my son, even if something equivalent to the weight of a mustard seed was to be hidden under a rock or somewhere in the heavens or in the earth that is in the full knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So whatever you do, my son, be careful. Everything is exposed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inna allaha latifun khabir. And then the father is saying to the son, Ya bunayya, O oh my son, aqim salah Establish your salah. Wa'mur bil ma'roof. Wanha anil munkar. Enjoin what is good and forbid what is evil. Wasbir ala ma'asabak and make sabr of the calamity that befalls you. Inna zalika min azmil umur. Wala tusa'ir khaddaka linnas. And don't puff up yourself with pride and arrogance. Inna Allah la yuhibbu kullu muqtalin fakhoor. Oh my son, Allah does not like that person who is full of pride. Someone who is braggadacious. Someone who wants to boast. Allah does not like them. Waqsid fi masjik. Even when you are walking, walk in a moderate pace. Waqdud min sawtik. And when you speak, make sure the tone of your voice is low. The worst of noises in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the brain of the donkey. Allahu Akbar. Look at the teachings, the guidance of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. A man came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In front of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he gave this valuable gift to his one child. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to the father, Have you given all your children the same gift? The companion said, Na'man bin Bashir. He says, Oh Prophet of Allah, no, I haven't given all the children the same gift. He said, Be careful of the duty that Allah has laid upon you. Be careful. Make sure you do justice with all your children. Even selecting the right bride for your child, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said in the hadith, make sure, no matter how beautiful a woman is, if she is low in character, low in her moral behavior, then don't give your son in marriage with that lady. In the hadith, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said that if a woman associates herself with those ladies who are uh, who have ill character and bad temper, Alaihi Wasallam said, it is better for your son not to marry her. Subhanallah al-Azim. Hazrat Hussain bin Ali radiallahu ta'ala an was standing, a man came to him, he said, oh, grandson of Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, I have a beautiful daughter, who should I marry her to? Hazrat Hussain, the son of Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala and he said that marry her to someone who is a muttaqi not someone who has a very healthy bank balance marry her to someone who is a muttaqi not someone who looks good not someone who speaks your same language no the first thing should be that he should be muttaqi and a beautiful logical reason is given he said that if that person is muttaqi if he loves your daughter, then your daughter will be treated well. In the other example, if he does not love your daughter, then subhanallah because of his taqwa, he will still do justice with your daughter. That is why it is better to give your daughter to a person who is muttaqi. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq. That is why Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala gave his daughter in the hands of Hazrat Umar Farooq. Allahu Akbar. The subject, this mawzu is an incomplete mawzu. Maybe inshallah after two weeks we can continue on this subject. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.